Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Panthers Insider, an in-depth preview of the week. He shot, he scores! On the Florida Panthers radio network. Here's the voice of the Panthers, Doug Plagans. Again, welcome into another edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as always, looking back at the week that it was for the Panthers, who are right in the thick of this wild card race in the Eastern Conference. We will also have a chat coming up next segment with Jameson Olive from FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk podcast. And coming up later on in the hour, we will have a conversation with Panthers defenseman Josh Mahura. So an exciting show coming up for you here this morning. Panthers getting set to take on the New York Rangers tonight. A 5 o'clock face-off at FLA Live Arena, so don't miss that one. If you have tickets, it's a 5 o'clock start. You don't want to be late for it. We'll be on the air with Panthers Preview at 4.30 p.m. to get you set up for this evening's action. If you're tuned in, Miami-Dade and Broward Counties, 96.5 WPOW-FM HD2, 12.30 The Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. SiriusXM app and streaming channel 932 always has the Panthers game, and it's always our broadcast. And the NHL app, that's another place you can tune in. takes all the guesswork out of it. You go to the NHL app, you click that headphone icon in the top right corner on the scoreboard page, you pick the feed you want to hear, hopefully it's ours, and then you can listen to the game. makes it that easy. And again, the NHL app takes all the guesswork out of it. Panthers fans, uh, season tickets for next season, they are on sale. Get the best seats for the Cats' 30th anniversary season. Join today and get exclusive member benefits. Save your seats now. FloridaPanthers.com slash memberships. Panthers and the New York Rangers coming up this afternoon. Before we get into previewing that game, we've got some thoughts with Panthers head coach Paul Maurice as well as Panthers defenseman Aaron Eckblad coming up here in just a few moments. Let's take a look back at the week that was. It was a busy week for the Panthers that started one week ago tonight. The Panthers had a big come-from-behind win over the New Jersey Devils. Here are the highlights from that game as they aired on the Panthers radio network. Kachuk along the wing, looks across, Montour straight on at the point, a shot deflecting, and they score! That one took a wild bounce in front, Montour took the shot, 13.46 left in the third, and the Panthers are back to within one. Markov tied up off the draw, Panthers have it, across Montour, a shot tipped, they score, Reinhardt in front, a power play goal, and the Panthers have tied the game at two. 
Radko Gudis on it. Then he'll snap it a rink wide. Verhage in offensively. Off to the far circle backhand in front. Kachuk and he scores from right out in front of the backhand. And Kachuk gives the Panthers their first lead of the game. It's 3-2. Meyer out of the line. It's Severson across. Hughes. Severson fumbled it. The Devils are going to have to restart the neutral zone. Barkov takes it away though. Long feed. In go the Panthers. A long shot and they scored. It's Sam Reinhardt on the empty net with 20.3 seconds left in the third. And that should seal this one, a 4-2 Panthers lead here in the late stages. Puck doesn't clear, Marino kept it in. Down to the end boards, it's Hollis side of the net, they jam away. That's it for this one. A four goal third period for the Panthers and they top New Jersey 4-2 the final. The Panthers put an exclamation point on this seven game homestand. That is a six game point streak now for the Panthers who've won back-to-back games, and the Panthers get back to within one point of a wild-card spot in the Eastern Conference playoff race. So that was one week ago tonight, a come-from-behind win for the Panthers over the New Jersey Devils. They were down 2-0 in that game, came back 1-4-2. You'll sense a theme because the Panthers, the Penguins, the Islanders, three teams battling for one wild-card spot in the Eastern Conference. There's been a lot of flip-flopping as far as that order is concerned over the course of the last week. But that was how the Panthers started the week. That was the first Panthers game after the last Panthers Insider Show. The Panthers then hit the road for a pair. Monday night, they were in Detroit. Panthers captain Alexander Barkov had a chance to make a little history, and the Panthers were looking for a third straight win. Here are the highlights from Monday night in Detroit. Mata, first one in for the Red Wings. Off to Osterly, far boards Raymond. Gave it away in front of the Red Wing net. Bennett off to the near circle. Kachuk a shot. He scores. And the Panthers capitalize off the turnover and take a 1-0 lead with 12.32 to go here in period number one. Bennett. Down behind the net, Matthew Kachuk in the trapezoid out in front. Verhage, a shot, he scores! That one may have changed course on the way. Carter Verhage let it rip. He was set up by Kachuk out in the high slot. It's 2-0 Panthers. The Panthers off to the start they were looking for here tonight. Reinhardt backhand out to the far point. Ekblad, a drive, and it deflects. It stays in play off the glass. Handled here on the near side by Barkov. Barkov behind the net, it's Reinhardt looking back for Barkov over his stick. Forsling a shot, he scores! A laser beam from here on the near side. Top shelf, pass Husso. And the Panthers take a 3-1 lead. Gus Forsling let it rip. And there was no chance for Husso on that one. And Barkov should have the secondary assist on that, which means that would give him 614 points, and that will make him the Panthers' all-time points leader. And Barkov gets the acknowledgement from his teammates over on the bench. Alexander Barkov, the Panthers' all-time points leader, after he picks up an assist on that Gus Forsling point blast. And coming free with it is Pius Suter. Tomata far circle, he lost it, and Anthony Duclair's going to have a breakaway. It's a 2-on-0 now with Eric Stahl. Duclair left circle across Eric Stahl's shot, he scores! What a setup, what a finish, and the Panthers take a 4-2 lead with 3.52 to play. For Hagee in a shot, it's off the iron, they say it went in the net, and the Panthers take a 5-2 lead, a power play goal. Carter Verhage walked it to the front of the goal, and that's two for him in this one. The Panthers now lead by a trio here in Detroit as Carter Verhage walked it right out to the front of the net and ripped it 
past Villahuso, 36 on the year for Verhage, a team-leading total. It's to play, and Ekblad will grab control for the Panthers. Off to the far corner, Ekblad up the boards. This one's cleared by Lundell. That's going to do it for this one. And the Panthers start the road trip with a victory here tonight, 5-2. The Panthers knock off the Detroit Red Wings. The Panthers' point streak extends to seven games. And the Panthers get another important two points here on the road tonight over the Detroit Red Wings. 5-2 is the final score. The night in which Alexander Barkov takes over sole possession on the Panthers' all-time points list. The Panthers 5-2 winners over Detroit. So that sets up uh, the Panthers. Well, I should say that was the Panthers' third straight win. They would drop two after that in succession. Uh, they were upended in Philadelphia on Tuesday night and then most recently fell to the Toronto Maple Leafs in the front end of this two-game homestand back on Thursday. So that sets up tonight's game, the Panthers and the New York Rangers. The Panthers enter tonight's action, 72 games played. They've got 79 points. They are one point behind Pittsburgh, same number of games played. The New York Islanders... They are four points up on the Panthers. They've played one more game. So the Islanders occupy that top wild card spot, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have the second wild card spot. So the Panthers, with a win today over the Rangers, or a point and some help, have the opportunity to jump back into the uh, second wild card spot. We'll see how things go on this busy Saturday in the National Hockey League. As the Panthers get set to take on the New York Rangers, who are playoff bound at 42, 20, and 10 on the season. They look like they're locked into a first-round matchup with either New Jersey or Carolina out of the Metro Division, depending on how things finish. Here's uh, Panthers head coach Paul Maurice yesterday after practice talking about how the Panthers approach this one against the Rangers. Well, there's a bounce-back factor in our game. I think we've come off it. I mean, my, the Philadelphia game was different than last night. We got beat in a specific area that we've been pretty good at, um, that front on both. And then they've got a different style of game that... Um, the Rangers play as it relates to uh, Toronto, but th- that's an area that we got to get better at and we got to clean up a little bit so we get a little stronger in front of theirs and, and a little stronger in front of ours for sure. We were in, I think, nine points out at one point. Um, so to claw back to be within one, we've, we've covered a tremendous amount of distance. And I, I've said it before, and it's true, and it's not just true of the Florida Panthers, the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins in New York, you're going to drop games in this stretch that feel like that that's the one. And as we get closer to the last 10, it'll be true. So we, we had a tough one last night. we got to get back up and we got to play our very best hockey. And, uh, and we will preach all of them that they're a must win and, and carry the good feelings when you can. And we got to cut off the tough ones. So Panthers head coach Paul Maurice there. Here's Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad again speaking yesterday after practice on how the Panthers are preparing for the New York Rangers coming up here today. Uh, like we approach them all, prepare as, uh, as best we can for what they're going to do. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about us and, and how we counter. So um, it's important that we take control of the game early. A um, bit of an early start, not as early as those one or two o'clock games, but uh, important to get, uh, you know, a strong first period in and, and create a, a sense of uh, um, control and momentum in our game. What are some of the biggest keys defensively against a team that has the weapons like they do? Limit time and space. I mean, that's uh, it starts in the offensive zone for us as defensemen and for our for our forwards. It's a, a strong back check with good gaps by D and, and you know find a way to force them to dump as many pucks as possible. That's kind of the game plan. 
And the Rangers, they do have some weapons when they come in today. Mika Zibanejad, Artemi Panarin, Vladimir Tarasenko, newly acquired. How about Patrick Kane, also uh, recently acquired by the Rangers. Chris Kreider, you can always uh, count on him to be difficult to deal with. Adam Fox on the back end. So again, it's a fully loaded New York Rangers team. They are going for it, and uh, they're one of the... uh, one of the big teams in the Eastern Conference, but uh, it's an important game for the Panthers tonight. They'll go on the road for four straight after this one, so all the more reason to get two points tonight. Make use of the time on home ice where the Panthers are 21-11-4 on the season. So it's the Panthers and the Rangers coming up at 5 o'clock, 4.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. We'll have that for you. The Panthers then on the road starting Monday night at 7. They'll be against on the road against the uh, Ottawa Senators. It'll be the Matthew Kachuk versus Brady Kachuk matchup coming up on Monday night in Ottawa. Then Wednesday at 7.30, the Panthers will pay a visit to Toronto. They'll see them again. And then Thursday night, the Panthers will be in Montreal. A week from tonight, the Panthers will wrap up the road trip against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that's what lies ahead for the Panthers on this upcoming road trip. So you can follow along with all that across the Panthers radio network. We'd love to see you at FLA Live Arena tonight. 5 o'clock face-off, Panthers and the Rangers. FloridaPanthers.com Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your ticket. Well, Doug Plagan's here with you this morning talking all things Florida Panthers hockey. We've got Matt Wilson on the other side of the glass doing great work as always. And coming up on the other side of the break, we will chat with James Sonala from FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk podcast, the official Panthers podcast presented by Baptist Health. By the way, a new episode just dropped yesterday. You can find that wherever you find your podcast. Coming up later on in the hour, we will hear from Panthers defenseman Josh Mahura. Had a chance to sit down with him yesterday after practice and talk about how his season's gone. How the Panthers are preparing for these games down the stretch. Lots to get to with him coming up later on in the hour. But coming up next, Jameson Olive joins me and we're going to talk all things Panthers. We'll talk about the week that was. We'll preview tonight's game. Lots to get to on the other side of the break with Jameson Olive from FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk Podcast. This is the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Let's get back to the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey as we always do on a Saturday morning. Special guest coming your way here in just a moment to set the table for what lies ahead for the Panthers here. Big game against the New York Rangers coming up tonight, 5 o'clock. Now whether that's night or evening, or afternoon. That's all beside the point. We can get into that with our guest coming up here in just a moment. But 4.30, we're on the air with Panthers preview. That's the afternoon still. But at 5, that might teeter into the evening. That's when the game's going to start. Panthers and the Rangers, FLA Live Arena, Florida. Panthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK. We'll have you covered across the Panthers radio network, 96.5 WPOW-FM HD2. Your place to tune in in Miami-Dade and Broward counties tonight. 1230, the Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. Got you covered also on SiriusXM channel 932 on your SiriusXM app. The NHL app also takes all the guesswork out of it, so you can listen there. Panthers on the road for four straight after this, beginning 7 o'clock Monday night in Ottawa, and then uh, it'll be 7.30 Wednesday in Toronto, 7 o'clock on Thursday in Montreal, a week from tonight, 7 o'clock at Columbus. 
So a big stretch of road games, the last big stretch of road games in the regular season for the Panthers coming up after this one tonight. So all the more reason to see the Panthers right in the thick of this playoff race in the Eastern Conference taking on the playoff-bound New York Rangers tonight, third and final meeting of the season for the Panthers and the Broadway Blue Shirts. Doug Plagans here with you, joined by Jameson Olive from FloridaPanthers.com, the Territory Talk podcast. You hear him in the second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast. Jameson, 5 o'clock, is this a night game, an afternoon game, a twilight game, an evening game? How are you summing this one up? Doug, great question to start with. I'm going evening. To me, I believe the evening starts at 5, and I believe night starts at 7. That's just personally my belief. All right, well, those are... uh, I think that's pretty accurate. I think night, I think we can say night maybe after we've had dinner. Now, I know some people eat dinner late. I don't know. You can listen to Panthers preview at 4.30. 5 o'clock, the game starts. To to follow up, night is at 7, yes. Late night starts at 10. Pacific time start. The 10 o'clock start. All right, Jamison All, FloridaPanthers.com here with us. Jamison, first things first, big game take the Rangers in town. Panthers wrapping up this stretch of home games. Feels like they've been at home so much. I know they had those couple of games on the road, but they've had a home-heavy schedule the last four to six weeks here. Big game tonight for a number of reasons. What do you expect tonight when the Rangers come to town? Well, it's not must-win, but they're all kind of must-win at this point. You're going to lose a couple, and no one is going you know, 10-0 down the home stretch here. Uh, that being said, you don't want this two-game losing ter- streak to turn into a three-gamer. Uh, it's going to be tough, but the fact of the matter is you are at home. That's huge for the Panthers. They've been great at home all season. Um, but if I had to po- boil it down to maybe one key to this game, it's just stay out of the box. Uh, that's been a problem for the Panthers earlier in the season. Really, really cleaned it up here during their really strong stretch. But these last two games, these losses, they've gotten back into penalty trouble. Um, but if you look at the New York Rangers with the talent they have, whether it's Panarin, whether it's Ibanejad, uh, now you have Tarasenko, you got Kane, you got Fox, the, the list goes on and on and on. If you give that, those guys four power play goal, four power play opportunities in a game, should I say, they're probably scoring at least one. So the Cats have to keep this game at five on five. They're one of the top five on five teams in the league, and they're going to have to find a way to solve. Igor Shosturkin will probably get the nod. Um, not quite the Vesna Trophy form he had last season, but still, of course, you know, a top five or six goaltender in this league. So for the Cats, it's just about finding that little extra you know, oomph here in front of your home fans before before you go on a long stretch on the road and, you know, getting out of this little mini losing streak and back on track. Jamison all of FloridaPanthers.com here with us. Yeah, Igor Shosturkin set the bar so high uh, last season. It was going to be tough to uh, to be able to duplicate that, but he is one of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League, and you hit it on the head there with the Rangers. I think part of what makes them so dangerous, they're opportunistic. You could have a game where you're feeling good because you've held the Rangers to 18 shots on net, but because their skill level is so high, out of those 18 shots, 10 of them could be high-danger scoring chances. And because the skill level is so high, four of those could wind up in your net. So they really are a difficult team to play against uh, in that regard. But when you look at them, how, do, how would you say that they've, uh, I guess we're talking about the matchup tonight, Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, they've loaded up. It's an exciting team to watch over there on the other side. This is a big matchup tonight. It is, and it is a really interesting mix of speed and physicality. Let's not forget, you also got a guy like Jacob Truba back there. you got to keep your head up on the ice at all times. Um, but I think what makes them most scary, like you said, is just their, their transition game, especially with Panarin working the wings up and down the ice, his passing ability, his finishing ability. Uh, him and Zavanna are just such a lethal one-two punch out there. So for the Panthers, 
it's going to be about holding on to the puck, and when you don't have it, do your best to slow the game down. They have to win this game in the neutral zone. They can't allow the Rangers to get clean entries. They can't allow them to establish that transition game. So for kind of like it was against the Maple Leafs, limit time and space, you know, keep their speed in check, you know, slow things down on your own and play your game. Panthers and the Rangers tonight. Panthers have gotten themselves back to within a point of a playoff spot, Jameson. And since the turn of the new year, I believe we're looking at uh, 2012 and three, somewhere in that realm. And Paul Maurice has talked about, uh, coincidentally, a game against the Rangers back on January 1st as being a bit of a turning point for this team when they really found an identity, found their footing, and were able to, to find that consistent game they could duplicate every night. But this wasn't the, you know, going on a, ripping off a nine game win streak to get back into a playoff mix. This was just playing a steady brand of hockey over the second half. What's been the biggest key thing for the Panthers here as far as the second half turnaround is concerned? Uh, you said it. It's two things it's consistency, one, but it's also health. Uh, they, they dealt with a lot earlier in the season. Um, not only were they missing Ekblad for a long chunk, Lundell for a long chunk, Barkov for a long chunk. Uh, the list goes on. But then that, that, that bug that got Barkov, that went around the room. Every guy, it seemed like, missed a game or two because of that. Um, and with that, while trying to learn a new system under Paul Maurice, there's going to be hiccups, there are bumps in the road, and like we've seen here recently, um, when this team is at full strength, they are just lethal, they're dominant, but even when they weren't, uh, they executed the system well, they were still a strong underlying numbers team, one of the best possession teams in the league in terms of goal, ex- goals, expected goals, things like that, so uh, for the Cats, it wasn't so much they weren't playing well at the beginning of the season, it's just they weren't really finishing. Now we're seeing them finish, we're seeing them really execute there on the ice, and both special teams, you know, it's penalty kill has been good enough, and the power play has been, you know, one of the top power plays in the league for a while now. So uh, f- good five-on-five, good special teams. That's really all you can ask for. And, of course, the ultimate X factor, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, has been uh, really strong between the pipes as well. Uh, doing yeoman's work back there, a huge workload for him. I think uh, with this Rangers game, it will have been 13 of 14, of start, 14, of 14 starts for Bob or so. So uh, they're asking a lot of him, and he's been responding, doing a great job back there. And Matthew Kachuk, Jamison, we knew coming in this was a superstar-type player, but what he's meant to this team, not just from a point production standpoint, the consistency standpoint, because he's managed to go a whole season without having any kind of a drop-off or a slump or anything, and from an emotional and attitude standpoint, what he's brought every night, especially here in recent weeks when the stakes have been raised, seems like he's really relishing this situation. And he told us that on the Territory Talk podcast not too long ago, how much fun he's having being a part of this race every single day. Yeah, and uh, we, we talked to Aaron Eckblad about it, uh, too, after Friday's practice. Um, he's just, ever since he got here, Eckblad said he's been a leader since day one. He's been setting the tempo, setting the tone. And the Panthers really do kind of have two leaders now in that room in the sense that you have Barkov, who's the ultimate leader off the ice. No one works harder. No one spends more time in the gym. Um, no one kind of sets that standard high in terms of conditioning and preparedness than Alexander Barkov does. And then you have a guy like Matthew Kachuk, who once the puck drops, he's bringing everyone on that bench into that game. He's getting, you know, the emotions high, the energy energy high, he's getting chippy, he's scoring goals, he's involved all over the ice, so that one-two punch for the Panthers is just incredible with Barkov and Kachuk, but for Kachuk in particular, uh, just for him to kind of have the season he's had with the Panthers, obviously, I don't think expectations could have been higher uh, after how big that trade was in the offseason, and of course, he's exceeded them, uh, he's going to hit 100 points again for the second straight year, he's got goals in six straight games, uh, seven point streak right now, um, a lot of three-point games mixed in there, a four-pointer as well, so he not only, you know gets the important goals, but he just does a lot. He does so much out there for the Cats. Um, and definitely a guy that if they do make the playoffs, um, definitely should be top three for the Hart Trophy MVP in this league. So um, I don't think things have, could have gone better for Matthew Kachuk than they have. I think they've even gone you know, way beyond expectations, like I said. And to me, the most impressive thing is 
as the points have gone off in the, uh, up in the second half of the season, the penalty minutes have gone down as well. He's still the same agitator. He's still throwing the hits. He's still being that same guy, but he's reeling it in a bit. He's not drawing the ire of officials. He's doing a great job out there, staying on the ice where the Panthers need him. Jamison Hall of FloridaPanthers.com here with us. You know him from the Territory Talk podcast, the official Panthers podcast presented by Baptist Health, which you can find wherever you find your podcast. FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk is a good place to start. You can also hear Jamison during the second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast and I think it's it's taken about 70 games but people are finally across the country you know the, the hockey world they're finally looking at the Panthers stat sheet and seeing what a year Brandon Montour has put together and Jameson he's been here long enough now you can point to it was it just a matter of the increased role the increased opportunity and Brandon taking the ball and running with it what's been the biggest key in your mind to the the success that he's had and this monster offensive season that he's put together well yeah Brandon kind of set the the Disney movie narrative at the beginning of the season when he just said, uh, you know, he's coming off obviously a career high season with the Cats, and he just we asked him, you know, do you think you can even do more? And he said, yeah. And we said, what do you need to do that? And he just said, just more opportunity. And uh, of course, uh, then just Aaron Eckblad gets hurt, he gets bumped up to that top pairing, and uh, he's been incredible ever since. So um, for him, it really has been just more minutes. You know, he's playing. You know, what, 24-ish minutes a game right now, Doug? And the top power play. And the top power play unit, um, you know, 60-plus points. And I think, you know, at his age right now, 27, 28, uh, he's definitely one of those guys where kind of like Carter Verhage, not so much, you know, a, a, a crazy breakout in terms of them changing their entire game, but just more kind of showing what they can do with that opportunity. Um, and he's a guy he's probably going to break Keith Yandel's record here for the most points in a season by a defenseman. Uh, I had no idea he was even that close just because – the most impressive thing about Montour's season is, yes, he had that 10-game point string franchise record by a defenseman earlier in the year, but for the most part, it really seems like he hasn't had a high, lot of highs and lows. He's just been steadily chipping in the entire season, and that's why his point total is where it is. So uh, for Brandon Montour, you know, well-deserved, really worked hard, and a guy that, you know, I think a lot of people around the league looked at him and said, you know, maybe he's a good 3-4, you know, maybe he's just an elite 5-6, um, but now he's a guy you look at and say, you know, that guy's a top PP1 quarterback, that guy's, you know, a top-pairing defenseman in the right situation. Um, so a guy that, like I said, really kind of broke through the mold he was put in through the start of his career and kind of establishing a new identity for himself. So, you know, really proud of him, really impressed, and a guy that, you know, if the Panthers do make the playoffs here, just like Matthew Kachuk, is going to play a big role in that. Yeah, he's a big part of what the Panthers have been able to do this season. Panthers gearing up for the New York Rangers coming up tonight, and then they go on the road for 4th Street, Jameson. We're talking about it. Ottawa and then Toronto, and then Montreal, and then uh, Columbus. And, and you're going on this trip, too. Uh, anything uh, away from the rank? I know we don't get a ton of downtime, but anything you have circled uh, that's a, a must-see, a must-do during this upcoming week for Jameson Olive? Well, you and I do have our fantasy baseball draft on Sunday in Ottawa, so that's going to be big. Uh, in Canada's capital, we had to pick a neutral neutral site. It's going international this year. It's going year. international this year. The, if I have to do it on my phone from dinner, my data rates are going to be through the roof. Um, but yeah, Ottawa, you got to grab a beaver tail. Have you grabbed a beaver, uh, beaver tail ever? I, I'm not familiar. It's like their famous pastry there. It's kind of like a flat pastry cinnamon thing. The king and queen always got it when they went to Ottawa, so it's pretty good. Um, Toronto, Montreal, it's a back-to-back. We're probably not going to have a ton of free time, but if you have a chance in Montreal, you got to get the smoked meat there. The smoked meat sandwich at yeah, uh, yeah, a couple Rubens, good places. Rubens, of course, is the iconic one. And then Columbus, I don't know, maybe catch a movie that day. <laughs> I love Columbus. It's, it's a great. I, I, don't get me wrong. I'd love to, you know, live in Columbus. But in terms of a, if you're spending one day in Columbus, you're not really like, man, I gotta go do X, X, or X. Maybe go to a museum though. They got some good museums in Columbus. 
the uh, Panthers hitting the road after tonight against the New York Rangers. And uh, Jameson, I'll have a couple of quick ones here before we let you get going. But uh, you mentioned Carter Verhage as well, uh, the season that he's put together here. What's been the biggest key in, for him in your mind? Because we know he can fly. It seems like it's been the confidence that he has in his own abilities, the being able to get that shot off. He does it so quickly, and he's not flying under anybody's radar anymore. Everybody knows he's a key part of what the Panthers bring to the table every night. But Carter Verhage, offensively, what's been the biggest key for him in the goal-scoring department? Yeah, I mean, right now, career-high 36 goals. Uh, it was crazy. Right when he had 30, we were talking about what a big deal that was. Now here he is. He might end up with 40. So uh, for Carter, it's, it's a couple couple things of course ever since he's been here he's been with Barkov so he's always had great line mates but now you slide down when healthy to that second line and you have you know Verhage, Bennett and Kachuk uh, just two great guys that just clear up so much space for him out there and when he has time and space uh, he's got one of the best shots in the league um, so yeah always have Kachuk in front of the net you always got Benny throwing the body out there somewhere creating chaos for him um, so the line mates have really helped but at the same time it's just the mentality every time we talk to Carter he just says every year the coaches kind of shake him more and more and just say, what are you doing? Just keep shooting. It's all we want you to do. Uh, so I think that's finally really sunk in with him. And we see it every game. I mean, there's games now where he'll get seven, eight, nine shots because he knows that every time he gets the puck, it's his, that's his job, to shoot the puck. It doesn't matter that you're playing with Matthew Kachuk or Sam Bennett or Barkov. Those guys are superstars. I know you want to pass the puck to them, but they want you to shoot it. Just shoot the puck every time, and we've seen the results right there. But the most impressive thing is, yes, he's finally getting power play time, which is something he really didn't do a lot of. Um, that's why he kind of became the even-strength goal king for the Cats. But he's still doing that this year. He's got 29 even-strength goals this year. And just give me a second here to go down the list because you'll be shocked who's on that list. So going down the list of NHL leaders and even-strength goals, you got Mika Rontanen, you got Connor McDavid, you got David Pasternak, you got Jack Hughes, you got Jason Robertson, and then you got Carter Hagee. And I think if you you mention those guys to other people around the league, they would never immediately assume Carter Hagee is also right with that group. So um, I know Alexander Barkov, once again, NHLPA poll, most underrated player in the league by far. He's had that crown for so long. Let's give it to Carter Hagee now. I think it's safe to say I think he might now be the most underrated player in the NHL because he might get 40 goals, and a lot of people outside of South Florida might have no idea he did it. So for Carter... Even with last season, even with dominating the Capitals in the playoffs and those you know insane game-winning goals, and you know, you know, lifting the Panthers to victory there in the clinching game and overtime, I still think somehow he's underrated. And I don't know what's going to take. Like I said, he's kind of like Barkov though. He doesn't he doesn't go out there and seek it. He's not you know banging his chest and saying, "Look at me, I'm 36 goal scorer, Carter Verhage." But I, I think. You know, it's been so consistent now, and his numbers get bigger every year. They give it another year or two, and people are going to be talking about Carter Verhage as one of the NHL's best scorers. Jameson Olive here with us, and last thing for you here, Jameson, the two wildcard spots in the Eastern Conference seem like they're down to the, the Panthers, the Penguins, and the Islanders. As you look at these three teams, each one with 10 games to go in the regular season, what's the biggest thing? What's at the front, uh, at the forefront of this, uh, this race? Three teams going for two seats at the table when you look at these three teams battling for it. It's game by game approach. That each team has ten games left. And going back to that, that chat we had with Ekblad, he said, you know, this is the best time of the year. It's what you play for. And the Panthers, they're they're already psyched that they're even in the spot. A lot of teams that they had to climb over out of it. You know, Ottawa's out of it now. The Sabers are out of it. All those teams, uh, the Capitals, that they had to climb over to get back in the spot. I mean, it wasn't too long ago they were what nine, ten points out of this thing. Now here they are, even games played, one point behind the Penguins for that second spot. So they've earned the right to be in this race. Now they just got to keep it going. And I think it's kind of what we've seen here lately. You know, after that nice run, these back to back losses for the cats um paul marie said you got to leave it there you got to get up off the mat you got to get back on the horse you can't dwell you can't act like your season ended with a loss because every team every one of those three teams is not going to you know go 10 and 0 they're all going to take losses it's how they rebound from those losses and the panthers have been really good 
uh, lately, uh, the second half of the season coming back from losses. I think before the last game, there was something like 11-1-2 or something like that after losses um, and during that stretch. So they've been good at this that this year, but it's going to come down to just playing smart, doing what they've been doing, and more than anything, health. And every team deals with injuries, but if they can be healthy, we know how good they are. I think they might have the toughest schedule out of those three teams in terms of those last 10 games, but Ekblad said it this morning. This time of the year, there's no easy outs. The schedule really doesn't matter. Technically, yes, there are some teams that are better on paper than others, but every team's given 100%. Every team's playing for something, even if you're out of the playoffs. And sometimes, like we said before, those games can be even more dangerous against the bottom feeders who have nothing to lose. So uh, for the Cats, it's just game by game. It's looking at that Rangers game, not looking at the next nine until you get to them. Jameson Olive here with us. You'll hear him in the second intermission tonight on the broadcast. You hear him on the Territory Talk podcast. Be sure to check that out. Jameson, as always, we thank you very much for stopping by here today. Doug, thank you. Anytime. Thanks for stopping by. Jameson on FloridaPanthers.com. Coming up next, a chat with Panthers defenseman Josh Mahura. Caught up with him after practice yesterday. So we will uh, hear that conversation coming up on the other side of the break. It's the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you. This is the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Time for more of the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome back, Panthers Insider Show. Panthers getting set to take on the New York Rangers this evening. 5 o'clock start, 4.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. Yesterday, after the Panthers practiced, had a chance to catch up with Panthers defenseman Josh Mahura. Let's get right into that conversation right here. With each game meaning so much here this time of the year, how are you approaching these day-to-day, and, and how much fun is it coming to the rink every day, knowing that it's, it's kind of taken on a playoff type feel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously we'd um, you know like to be in a position where we're not necessarily fighting, but um, you know it just kind of grows the character in the room and um, you know kind of kind of sets the tone for us. So it's an exciting time. Um, you know, essentially our playoffs have started early here. You can feel the intensity in the room with the guys, the the staff, and everything. So um, you know it's a lot of fun. Um, still coming to the ring, having fun every day. Try not to overthink it on a day like today, but. Um, you know, come uh, game day tomorrow, it's uh, all business, and um, you know we know we got a job to do. Hey, you mentioned that game coming up. Uh, the New York Rangers coming to town, obviously a high-end offensive team. From a defensive perspective, what are the biggest things you have to keep in mind for a game like that? Yeah, I think you know they they got their weapons, and um, you know I think as long as we can uh, take away their speed and. Um, you know, when we have the puck, we're, we're, we're playing our best defensive hockey, right? So, um, you know, when we're in their zone and, um, you know, we, we got some pretty good weapons up front as well and, and on the back end. So, um, you know, when we're playing our game, um, you know, we obviously feel comfortable and, um, you know, it's it, it, that's our main focus regardless of our opponent is um, doing what we do best. Now we talked to you about it a lot this season, but... For your game, what's it, what's it meant being paired with Rad Kogutis throughout the season? You guys have formed a really nice pair, and, and it seems like you've helped bring out the best in each other. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I just feel like we've um, we've been able to build off each other all year, I think. Um, we got off to a good start and kind of gave us some momentum together, and, um, you know, ever since then, it's, it, it's just been able to grow, and, um, you know, the more comfortable we've got with each other, the more we've been able to learn each other about each other's game, um, which I think goes a long way once you get um, to this point in the year and you got this familiarity between two guys um you know i think it's it's, it's pretty easy to go out there and um kind of reading off each other without uh, words being spoken and um you know i think it goes a long way especially in this league stuff happens so fast that um him being able to know what i'm thinking i'm knowing what he's thinking uh, you know just helps us get that uh one step ahead and josh seems like you have a good knack too for knowing that 
perfect time to hop up in the rush. And is is that something that's always been a part of your game? And and how much does it help that part of your game when you're you're paired with a guy like Radko, who's really positionally responsible and know he's always going to be there to have your back? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just trying to pick and choose spots. Um, you know, one thing uh, Paul and, and and Sly have kind of. Um, emphasize on our decors to be jumping into that rush and, uh, and having a four-man rush. So, um, you know, we're, we're, uh, we can create stuff off the run pr- rush pretty good this year. And, um, you know, I think uh, it's a credit to us trying to get up on the back end, our forwards looking to find us and um, trying to create space. So, um, you know, I think especially with Ratko and me, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think you notice that he's jumping up a lot more too. And, um, you know, I'm screaming at him to get going and, and, and join and I'll be behind him. So, um, you know, I think it's been kind of going both ways um, in that sense. And, um, you know, it's fun to see. You think uh, you see a bigger offensive side of him, I think, than um, a lot of people give him credit for. And, um, you know, you see it in practice every day. You see it in games now. And, um, you know, it's fun to watch. And, Josh, you mentioned, you mentioned Sylvain Lefebvre as well. And when you came here, he's a, he's a guy that was part of the coaching staff when you were in San Diego, yeah. longtime NHL defenseman. How much you've been able to learn from him and, and how nice was it to come in here and, and see a familiar face in Sly when you showed up? Absolutely. Um, you know, we had a great uh, relationship back in San Diego, and those were my first couple years pro where um, you're kind of in that transition from junior to pro, and um, you're still kind of learning the ways. So um, to have a guy like him um, when I was there helped me adjust, kind of went, went a real long way um, into developing my game and, um, you know, being able to come here and having that familiar face and having that comfortability. Um and that relationship we established uh, helped a lot, helped me feel comfortable. Um, and, you know, he helps all of us back here regardless of, um, you know, how long you've been here, what you're doing. Um, he's always taking the extra time uh, for each guy. And, um, you know, we're, we're obviously all back here. Um, you know, really want to improve our game and not just as a, for the team but as players. And, um, you know, I think once we're doing that, it helps the team. And, um, you know, that's a big focus that uh, he's trying to do for us. And, um, you know, I think it's been shown with, um, you know, the way we've uh, been playing as a core this year. And you, you've known Brandon Montour for a long time as well and mentioning another familiar face. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was, he was playing the first game he played in the National Hockey yeah. League, right? Yeah, he was, he was with you in Anaheim. So what was it like coming in and having him here as a teammate and just seeing the strides that, that he's made in his game as well? Yeah, um, yeah no, he was, um, I was with him in Anaheim for a bit there and, um, he's been the same energetic guy that um, I think the the Panthers fans and, and everyone have come to know now and um, you know to see the steps that he's taken and um, really kind of take a lead of our decor this year a little bit and um, take those strides and wanting to be that guy and um, wanting to be the best player on the ice every night um, you know it's been fun to watch you, you, you see it's um, it's not by accident you see the work he puts in um, day in day out and um, you know, it's it, it, it's been fun. Like I said, he's um, every game bringing the intensity, and it kind of sets the tone for all of us on the back end. And now, as this season's gone along, well, first of all, it seems like you really Florida just felt like a home to you. It seemed like pretty quickly. And you're an Alberta guy, but you played in San Diego, you yeah. played in Anaheim, you play in Florida. Now, it's you getting used to getting up in the morning, seeing the sunshine when you go to the rink. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been super nice. Been really fortunate. I mean, um, you know, coming from Alberta, you can only dream about um, playing hockey in place like that, playing the sport you love. And um, you know, it's obviously been a dream come true coming out here and um, you know joining this group and joining this uh, organization. So 
um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I feel uh, super grateful, super privileged um, to be able to be here and um, be able to play here. And, um, you know, like I said, just don't want to take it for granted and, um, you know, just making sure you're putting in the work every day and, um, you know, not uh, focusing on that outside stuff too much. Hey, congratulations to you on the extension, too. What was it like to get that, that vote of confidence from the organization and know that you're, you're a part of this exciting group that, you know, you're obviously in the middle of this playoff race right now, but you guys are just scratching the surface in terms of what you can accomplish here overall. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I think at the uh, beginning of the year when I got here, um, you know, there was that's not really something I would have ever um, thought would have happened. So, um, you know, to be able to, to work for it and, um, you know, have an organization and a coaching staff that, you know, trust me and gave me the opportunity um, to at least try to um, help the team win and um, help being able to fight for a chance for the playoffs here is, um, you know, I could have asked for. So, um, you know, obviously it's exciting for me and my family. And, um, you know, it's like, like I said, just feel super grateful for it, super um super proud and um you know it's it's kind of one of those things like i said you're not really focusing on but once it started coming up it, it was exciting to get it done and um you know just be able to know i'm back with this group and um this team next year was uh, really important to me and the last thing here josh day-to-day uh, -day, you talked about a little bit off the top but in this playoff race just from your own mindset perspective your own approach to, to each day what's the most important thing when you go into each practice each game day each road trip staying in the moment yeah no i think like you exactly like you just said staying in the moment um you know i think we talked about uh you know after every game win or lose it's it's you got to put it behind you and start focusing on the next one i think um you know when, when you start thinking about playoff games and and stuff like that it's um stuff happens fast and you got to move on quick you got to have a short memory so um, you know, I think once we're starting in that mindset right now, it's um, it's important. And, um, you know, regardless of what happens, we're just focusing on the next day, coming to the rink on a day like today, and um, just trying to see how we can get better for tomorrow. Panthers defenseman Josh Mahura right there. Great to catch up with him. And what a great first season in a Panthers uniform he's had. The Panthers picked him up really about 48 hours before the season started. He joined the team, went on that first road trip, paired with Radko Gudis, and the rest is history. They formed a great pair on the back end. He's really solidified himself as an every-night defenseman in the National Hockey League for the Florida Panthers and had a great first season, was rewarded with that uh, one-year contract extension uh, last month as well. So he'll be a Panther coming up next season as well. And, uh, again, the Panthers excited to have him in the fold for uh, another year because he's had a great first season in a Panthers uniform. He and the Panthers will take on the New York Rangers tonight. It's going to be a 5 o'clock face-off at FLA Live Arena, 4.30. We're on the air with Panthers preview across the radio network. And, again, if you're tuned in, Miami in Broward Counties, 96.5 WPOW FMHD2, your place to listen, 1230 The Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. You can find us on the NHL app. That takes all the guesswork out of it as well. So we invite you to tune in this evening. We invite you to come out and join us tonight, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Hope to see you out there tonight when the Panthers take on the New York Rangers at FLA Live Arena. Big game before the Panthers go on the road for four straight beginning Monday at 7 o'clock in Ottawa. Uh, and that about uh, puts a wrap on this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Want to thank all of you who tuned in this morning. Want to thank Jameson Olive from FloridaPanthers.com, the Territory Talk podcast, for stopping by last segment. Want to thank Josh Mahura again for his time here on uh, the Panthers.
Panthers Insider Show as well. The Panthers getting set to take on the New York Rangers. Going into today's action, the Panthers a point behind the second wildcard spot currently occupied by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Panthers and the Penguins both 72 games played. Panthers one point back. So a chance for the Panthers to jump Pittsburgh today depending on how things play out over the course of this busy Saturday. For Matt Wilson on the other side of the glass, I'm Doug Plagans. Thanks again for being with us today. This has been the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 